can't believe I'm gonna have this conversation. Hey, if he don't win this year, he's a oh bum. What? Oh, no, that, that's a hall. That's a Hall of Fame terrible take, right there. No, it's not. It's true. It's so true. <laughs> Boy just choked. Straight women booty and let the ball go. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you. LeBron James. Puts up a three. Won't go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History point of back. Irving and Curry. One on one with Irving. Puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown. Oh yeah, but we'll get to explaining a debate in a second. <laughs> Is uh, <laughs> what's <everybody>. good? <laughs> I begin. I begin it. You didn't realize. You didn't realize the music was about to cut out there, Joe. <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. I never know when you're gonna pause it. When you're gonna stop it? Yeah, it ain't, it ain't up to me. It ain't up to never me. Know. It's, up to the, it's up to the machine. You know, so I can't do nothing about it, Joe. I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> what's up, Joe? It's been a minute. It's been, it's been a minute. A minute. Living. Missing Devion. You know, last last weekend. Well, I guess technically two weekends ago now. That was on me. I had to do some Miami living, and you know, Jeff didn't go. No man, Dev oh, bailed man. on me. I knew he wasn't gonna show up. It's all good. Dev bailed on me, but it's all good. Still had a good time because you know what? That's my city, and I'm always gonna have a good time in Miami. But we got basketball to talk about, you? of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, you know, Jimmy Butler gave me a shout out. Uh, you know, uh, hero. He said. What's up to the dopest white boy that goes to Miami? So, you know, I mean, it was a good weekend. Good you weekend. didn't go on a cocaine bender and get arrested nah, on no, Miami no, no. Beach? Just, just a lot just a lot of drinking, you know. That's no. all. You know, Miami purely... players, like, former Miami players like to do that every now and then. Former. You, know, you know what I'm talking about? Former. <laughs> that don't fly right now in, in this current heat culture. All right. Uh, hey, but we Gilbert got Arena said here. when he got into the league, it was cocaine dropping out of people's socks. At, everywhere. <laughs> he said that shit was... Everywhere, I can you know, you got to get Hilarious. a little fourth quarter bump, you know, oh, right? You're ready early, to go. Early 2000s, that shit, great. But we got a lot of stuff to get into. Someone that might need to, you know, maybe would explain their behavior on the court. Draymond Green, maybe, maybe he's got a little cocaine issue that's making him like spaz out on the on the court. But he has been <laughs> allegedly. Don't mean any of that. I don't think he does cocaine. But uh, Draymond has been suspended indefinitely. After he kind of wildly flung and smacked yep. Nurkic right in the face, um, this is his second suspension now on the season. The NBA citing, you know, long history of yeah. stuff like this. At right? least three weeks of counseling now. So at least yeah, he's at least looking like three to four weeks bare minimum. And then there's some people, there's some reporters out there, Zach Lowe, Stephen A. You know, some of those guys floating. The, the Warriors just might be done with Draymond at this point. Man. Um, they are 2-9 and nine without Draymond. They're not done. They're 2-9 without Draymond. Right. They, they got some done. other things to figure out. But, Joe, first, your reaction to just the suspension. You know, it's been a little bit cont- controversial. I think everyone knew he was going to get suspended. The indefinite, I think, was surprising to some. But what's your kind of reaction to the you know, you know this, whole, this whole mess? To be honest, I thought he would only get seven games. Because, in my opinion, but if they're going to say three weeks and that's, like, about ten games, then I'm okay with that. Because my thing is, the NBA, they need Golden State to be relevant. 
And you see how Golden State looks without Draymond Green at this point, especially the way Wiggins is playing and Klay Thompson. Give him a little shout-out. He looked good the last game they played, but besides that, he hasn't looked great all season. So the NBA is invested in Golden State being good because Steph is still balling. So I didn't think they was going to – I'm a little surprised that the indefinite – Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that the uh, indefinite suspension came because they need Golden State to be relevant. So I thought if you're only going to give him five games – so you don't suspend him at all for Jordan Poole because you want to do the ring ceremony. Then you only give him five games for choking out or trying to choke out Rudy Gobert. So I just thought that situation where I did think Draymond sitting there saying he don't flop. You was trying to flop, and that's why you hit the man in the face. I really don't think it was intentional. I think this is my my belief of Draymond Green and what's going on. I'm not buying this whole mental health. There's bigger issues going on unless there's some reporting out there that I don't know about. And people, there's some bigger issues okay. going on in his personal Let, life. Let's stay right there, Joe, because I'm, I, I, I think I kind of disagree with you, but I think I also kind of agree with you at the same time. I don't think there's any new mental health thing with Draymond. No. I think Draymond's always been a little crazy. No, is always teetered yeah, on. Absolutely, I'm gonna thing. tell you exactly what it is. You see, with the Nurkic situation, Nurk he was started in the post. In the paint, and Nurkic pushed his ass all the way to the three-point line. The thing is, Draymond, not Draymond, no more, and he can tell. So now he acting out. He got. He always was that tough guy, but he, he can back he's it up. He's always acting. He's a out, step though. slow though. He's a step slower now, so he acting out even here, here, more because he knows the end is this disagree close. With you a little bit, Joe. The end is this close, is, and he knows. I don't think they're. I don't think like you know the suspension is not longer or whatever because. You know, they want Golden State to be relevant. I think they went as hard as they did because Golden State is not as relevant anymore. I think if this is still like the that's the, fair too. I see what you're saying. That are like peak. Is, I, I, I think he maybe gets a game or two and they just say, keep it moving. We got it. We want to keep our golden boy Curry in the limelight. We don't want anything to get messed up there. Um, I, I think because they're struggling, they're just kind of like, point. yeah, all right, it's time. We're just going to, we're going to deal with this shit now. Uh, we got some other young stars that we're comfortable with people seeing. You know, Anthony Edwards had a great fourth quarter against my Heat to lead them to, the, I think, 20 and five now to start the season. So a great start to the season for the for the Timberwolves. Zion's been balling. SGA's been balling in OKC. Like, I think they're kind of like, yeah, we're okay with them kind of getting passed over now. Um, my thing with Drake is. I agree. I don't think he did it on purpose. Like, I don't think Draymond. No. If Draymond wanted to, wanted to steal on Nurkic, he just would have stole on, right? Like he he just would have he just would have swung. Because I believe I take Draymond at his word after the game where he says, "No, I I don't apologize for shit that I meant to do." Like he right. did, he did not apologize for what he did to Rudy Gobert, right? Like he didn't nope. he didn't apologize. Didn't care. He's like, yeah, no, I, yeah, I wanted to do it and I did it. So I, I don't think it was intentional. My thing is, and I think it's important to try and get out of all sports. The like where 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 you purposely play in this like gray area of being irresponsible to other people's bodies and health at risk, right? A perfect a perfect non basketball, but let's take a football example, hip drop tackle, right? Not illegal, but you know damn well you got a really good chance of snapping that dude's leg, right? Like that's like like to me it's like okay, I don't think you meant to break his leg. But you damn sure did something that you knew it was real possible that it would happen. You see, you see what exactly. I'm saying? Like, like you're not I trying, what you're saying, to, but yeah, you're not I know trying what you're saying. to do it, 
but you're doing something so reckless that you know the consequences. It's like, it's just like you know someone goes for a layup and you undercut them and hit them in the legs. You're not trying to hurt them, but you know the likelihood of injury went way up when you when you did that bullshit, right? So like that's that's where I think Draymond's got to just he's got to find a way to balance that that edge because they because Golden State needs him to play with that edge. They have not brought in anybody else throughout this entire dynasty that can play with that kind of edge. They need it. He just has to be better at towing that line of like, okay, this is where I can push it. These are the types of situations I can push it in. Like a a play out by the corner three, like you're saying, he's getting pushed out to the three. He's frustrated and flailing. No, he's just flailing, trying to get a foul. Right. Like it's, but there's just like, it doesn't do no reason to risk it. Right, there's he's no reason to off push that bullied. line right there. It's because exactly. he's, he's got he's got to be smarter about when he kind of plays with that edge and but, when he's going to start mm-hmm. towing that how line you, a little bit. How do you feel about that uh, theory that he's only doing it to foreign players? I don't think it's a foreign it's a player bon- thing. It's a bonus, Rudy Gobert, Nurkic. I mean, but he's also gotten into it with Jordan Poole. He's gotten in with Brad Beal. He's gotten into I agree it with, with American you. I agree, player, but Anthony Edwards. Just more I, I recently, it's all foreign gets, players. Players he he knows are not going to do shit. That's what he does. He's a bull. I don't don't think the nationality thing matters. And and and, people called him a fake tough guy. I don't necessarily think he's a fake tough guy, but I just think he's also like not he he's not going to try James Johnson. He's not going to do that. Which I wouldn't do it. I think it's hilarious that after Giannis tried to punk the Pacers (laughs) about the (laughs) game ball, the Pacers was like, okay, bet. All right, guys, come on back. Come on, come on, James Jones. We got James James Johnson. Johnson, sorry, yeah. James Johnson, come on back, baby. <laughs> come on, ain't nobody punking the paces for the rest of the year. No, I mean, wow. they just took by the Clippers, they might as well got punked. But I That's digress. Fair. What do you think this does to the Warriors, though? Like, you know, last last episode, we did the whole like buy or sell, they're done. You and Devion were like, yeah, they're done. They done. I was like holding on to a little bit of hope, but they, man, this makes well, it icy. Well. The way Clay looked, the way Clay looked last, I don't know. Now, if, <laughs> hey, put some respect on Clay Thompson's name. If Clay Thompson can do what he can, yeah. I mean, I'll, Andrew Wiggins needs to figure it out too, though. They really need Andrew Wiggins to do what he did when they won the championship last. Like they really, he's he's really the key. Even if Clay Thompson is not that guy, you need Andrew Wiggins to be the number one defender and also be able to give you twenty any any given night. You he's need, not you need doing that right somebody now. to fill that role. Exactly. Someone's got to fill that role, whether that's two different people or all wrapped up into one, like Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. And I agree. Like I, th- I think I'm not saying the dynasty's over that they can't retool this off season, but depending on how long the suspension goes, like this could sink them. I, oh, I think sure. this could because they already have a losing record. I right? forgot like Chris Paul said. was on the team too. Because he I, has I, zero I, impact. Zero impact. I feel like they're not putting him in a position to be impactful. I'm going to be completely honest. I, I feel like they're not – like, I don't want to see – You mean kind of with, like, their young guys? So no, you're saying I would, like, see, I would like to see that. I would like to see that more. Like, I feel like I I've, agree seen, with you. I've agree. seen a lot I'm of Chris saying. Paul with Steph Curry, and I, and I get it. Like, they're both good, so they're going to have to share some minutes. But, I mean <sighs> – I mean, like, they don't I know don't... how to develop the young guys, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. They don't know how to use their young guys. They don't know how to use Chris Paul. It's not Steph, Clay, and Draymond. They really don't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is looking like 
at least as a tactician, Steve Kerr leaves a lot to be desired. Even really, and player development. I'm not going to say even, like, and player development. I think the one thing that he is good at is finding lineups. Like, that was, like, his, that's really what helped push them over the edge, right? When they fired Mark Jackson and brought Steve Kerr in, he tweaked the lineup, and that really made them go. Be careful, man. Last time we brought this up, Dubs fans came after us acting like we were crazy for that take. I don't know if you saw that on Instagram when I posted that. People were acting like it was crazy to say that Steve Kerr doesn't know how to develop young guys. Yeah. It was like, what about Steph, Clay, and Draymond? Yeah, yep. Uh, Mark Jackson did a great job with them. Not I was like, st- what is Steph? I was like, that was like his fourth year when Steve got there. Fourth or fifth yeah, year. Like he, had, he was on the verge of already winning an MVP. Yeah, that, exactly. That's crazy. Relax. Um, but let's talk about another former former MVP. Um, James Harden reached a historic benchmark. He eclipsed 25,000 points, which I believe put him in the top 10, I want to say. I should have I should have wrote that down. Um, nonetheless, yeah, he'll eventually sure. get into the top 10 if he's not there already. But James Harden, 25,000 points. That's a big milestone for anybody. Uh, so, Joe, yeah. show him a little love. Show him a little nope. love. Nope. No? Okay. I mean, it's nice. I, it's real nice. It's a cool, but we all know it's gonna happen. If his if his career ended today, everybody, no one would care how many points he got. To be honest, like it's cool. Like certain players, we do, but but James Harden, his failures in the playoffs in just the last couple years, that shit put a taint on his career. I know he's balling right now with the Clippers. I'm gonna talk about that later, but right now. If his career ended today, no one cares what club you in. You you below Charles Barkley because you didn't get a chip, but you had more talent. You had more points. You just built up stats, 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 uh, stats. I don't know if I can say he's below Charles Barkley. Below, but they're kind of in the same category. No, below Charles Barkley because he's not a personality. People ain't going to care. I'm talking about how people are going to think about him in his future. You below Charles Barkley. Now, ain't nobody going to think about you having 25,000 points possibly be 30,000 plus. No one going to care about that because of all the failures you did. I think, I think did people will the care. Like, I expectations, think, I think... The expectations were so high. No. Tracy McGrady below Charles Barkley because the expectations were so high. Yeah, but Tracy... Even when his shortest career, He didn't hit these ty- these types of points milestones. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's fair. McGrady, That's fair. McGrady was on a similar arc if he was if he never ended up winning when he was healthy. It, yeah. His whole thing, he couldn't, he couldn't stay healthy. We never even really got to see you know, That's prime, true. prime Tracy McGrady get to even make a playoff run. Like, the couple times he did, he flamed out. Um, but, you know, it was usually him or Yao or both were hurt in those Rockets years. But, no, I'll shove Harden some love here. Look, I don't like the way he plays basketball, but 25,000 points is 25,000 points, right? Like, like he was dynamic, um, or is dynamic. So shout out to James Harden for getting the 25,000 points. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm still not necessarily all in on James Harden when it comes to like playoff time and all those things. But look, you could have a lot worse career than James Harden. I mean, he's going to be he's a for sure, for sure. easy first ballot Hall of Famer, 25,000 points. I'm going to try and stay positive here. So congratulations, James Harden. Throw a, few extra, hundred, throw a few extra hundred at the strip club. Yo, he just lost and you being positive. I'm proud of you. Growth. Hey, it's also it's December. It's December eighteenth. I I can't get. I'm not going to allow myself to get that worked up over 
a regular season loss. Uh, but let's talk about Harden's Clippers now. Uh, they just beat the the Pacers. They dropped 151 points on them, which is not exactly impressive considering how many points the Pacers give up routinely. The Pacers but suck defensively. Nonetheless, the Clippers have won eight straight. This was all kind of spurred when Russ went to the bench. They started playing a lot better. The lineups have matched up a lot better. So, Joe, I want your kind of take on the Clippers and how you feel about them as we're now, you know, a fourth-ish of the way through the NBA season. The claw is back, baby. That's all I saw. I'm telling you, I know a lot of people want to give James Harden respect, especially after tonight what he just did against the Pacers. But to me, from watching the Clippers games, what I saw is Kawhi is back. Kawhi is playing. Kawhi is healthy. To me, Paul George can have a good game. I don't care. Kawhi can have a bad game. But when the game comes down to the line, I think everybody knows who gets the ball. It's Kawhi Leonard. And I think if you had that, if Kawhi Leonard is that guy like he was in Toronto where, hey, the game closed. James Harden got the game close in the fourth quarter. Paul George. Russell Westbrook, everybody got the game close in the fourth quarter. When you play the Clippers, you better be nervous because I think Kawhi back. And if Kawhi is back, that is a dangerous person you don't want to deal with in the fourth quarter. And ain't he playing defense? He ain't playing defense to the caliber he used to play it at, but it's still a very good defensive player right now. And that's what I see from the Clippers more than anything. I don't think it's, yeah. oh, yeah, wow, they got James Harden. Now they win it eight straight once he finally fit in with the group. I really think it's Kawhi fully healthy and just balling out. Like James yeah, I mean, Harden helped, Kawhi's, but Kawhi's missed Kawhi two games. Something. Yeah, that's two it. games all season. I mean, we haven't seen yeah. that from from Kawhi. I mean, really since San Antonio, like that type of exactly. uh, durability. I need to watch them a little more to to feel super confident one way or the other. I haven't got a ton of time to watch them, and honestly, I've been putting off watching them because one i hate watching james harden play basketball and two mm-hmm. like i need i need them just to get some games under their belt so i can even really trust what i'm seeing right? oh, like, a lot of adjustments sometimes. are going to be made um what i will say is i think ty Lu, you know i'm not the biggest ty Lu coach as a coach fan like i think he's a good coach i think he gets overrated at times because i've it it's still too much iso ball to me um, but in terms of managing the players, like these four big, big time players, he, I think he's doing a really good job of that. What I'm interested in seeing, you know, cause like since Russ has gone to the bench, it's been mostly good, right? Like it's been pretty much a good, good vibes the entire time. I'm interested to see, cause it's going to happen because it happens to every single team. When shit starts to go bad, how do those, how does all of those that egos part. handle that situation once things aren't going really well? I'm not saying it's going to tank for sure or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, I love Russ, but that's a strong personality. And I, I have no hesitation that he will accept a bench roll if it leads to winning. But if they start fucking up and James Harden starts going through one of those periods where he's kind of like, in between being just a distributor and a scorer, and it kind of leaves him being kind of bad at both. I don't know if Russ is all of a sudden going to be cool with just taking the 20 minutes off the bench and, and letting that happen. So I'm interested to see them That's go through fair. a little adversity. And still, if we get to the playoffs, which is how this team's going to be measured, I still don't trust that offense in a 
seven game series to win four games. Yeah, you can you can you can light up the Pacers, right? You can light up the Pacers in a regular season game. Oh, James Harden hitting his step back, Kawhi's giving what he wants, PG crossing people up, all of that. Yeah, that that's all fine in the in in the regular season. But once you start getting to the, the, the semifinals, the conference finals, and then if they are fortunate enough to get to the NBA finals, you're gonna be facing teams that are smart and they're gonna start locking in on that isolation offense. Right. And that's when I start to get worried because I think they've got some culprits out there that can be picked on on the other end of the floor when they're having to play defensively. Obviously, you're not going to go at Kawhi, but I don't think Paul George is that defender anymore. James Harden's never been a defender. Russ is, you know, high effort, but not a great individual defender. So we'll see. We'll see. It's encouraging. It's looking a lot better than how it started. But I got Kawhi was able to win an NBA championship with one other Hall of Famer on his team. I think he should be able to compete if he has three. Okay. Other Hall so I, I, always, I always hate when this conversation comes up, right? For two reasons. Cause you keep trying to slide that one other hall of famer and, and you try and act like it's Kyle Lowry. He is a hall of famer. Uh, that's fine. But Marcus all is undoubtedly a hall of famer. Okay. With I forgot about Marcus. All. That's deep, fair. POI. That's fair. That's fair. Um, nonetheless, I, I'm not taking anything away from the championship. They weren't beating Steph, Clay, and Katie. No, they weren't. They just weren't. But they got so, hurt. Life is life. They did. That's what I'm just saying. But when you say something like, oh, well, if Kawhi could do it, just one other holiday. Well, he wasn't going to do it if that team stayed healthy. Exactly. <laughs> he wasn't going to do it. Now, it would have been a great second place, but it wasn't going to be all that. LeBron could have did it. There's only one LeBron. At 27. Or whatever. But, um, it was. 30. All right, let's talk about the guy that traded away James Harden, though. It's all love in Philly. All brotherly love. Philly was rolling until tonight. They lost to the Bulls. Uh, but the Bulls played a little better without Zach Levine. Interesting. Um, but Daryl Morey gets an extension, which I'm not sure a ton of people saw happening uh, with how this offseason went. So, Joe, what's your, what's your reaction to Philly committing to a few more years of Daryl Morey? China didn't say no. But on, but for real, for real, uh, I think that <laughs> on a real note, I he kind of earned it. He deserved it, to my opinion. Okay, let's be real. He lied to James Harden. That's what they do. They tell you that it's a kid's game until it becomes business. And that was business. They lied to James Harden, and he was able to ship James Harden off. And now look how Max is looking, how the 76 are looking. I personally would have laid it and to see what he could have did if he added one more piece or something before the trade deadline. But I can understand him saying this is our first resemblance of some form of stability ever since we decided to go with trust the process. So let's give this man an extension. Let's see how it go. But I personally would have waited and be like, all right, let's see if he makes one more piece. Try to make this a for real for real contender before I gave him that extension. But I can understand it from a from an organization that's been so unstable for the past decade. You got a little taste of stability, even though it's not as stable as you think it is. So you jump the gun and give the man the extension. Yeah. Um, 
I'm torn on this one, man. Like, I'm torn because what happens if they flame out this year, Joe? Just, just walk with me now on this, like, I know yeah. on this hypothetical because it is a hypothetical. I also think it's the most likely outcome of this season, right? Say they flame out. Joel Embiid demands a trade. Yeah. You sure you want him? You sure you still want Daryl Morey? <laughs> you know, and then, I'm not yeah. saying no. I'm not right. saying it's automatic no, but I'm just saying the Sixers are as good as they are right now because Joel Embiid has been balling to start the season. And no, two ways around it. Everyone knows I can't stand Joel Embiid, but he has been hooping, hooping, and you can't take that away from him. No, no, Maxi Love. No, Maxi's been great. Maxi's been great. Shout out well, to Pat Riley for letting Tyrese Maxi fall into uh, Philadelphia's laps because he didn't want to. Uh, he didn't like the agent, so he wouldn't draft Maxi, and he took Precious Chew instead. Shout out. Um, but like good identification of talent, but. Has he identified much talent? Actually, I don't even think Maxi was. No, Maxi was before Daryl Moore got yeah, there. Yeah, I think he was before Daryl Moore got there. He was there before. Yeah. So, my th- my mighty thing is like, what what exactly has he done <laughs> to got be rid like of James Harden? Sure, but who brought, brought him in? Him? Then got rid of him. Yeah, you're right. Do you know what I'm saying? So it was like, what did you really? I mean, do? yeah, you cut your losses. Early. Oh, you got rid of Ben Simmons for. James Harden. And then you got rid of James Harden for a bunch of picks. In like 2032. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, like, I don't know. You're not going to be there anymore because you're going to be fired. You're right. That's that's what I'm saying. So if this season doesn't go well, like everything is sweet now because it's December. The pressure of the playoffs is not here yet. If they lose in the semis again, Joel Embiid could very very well be like, y'all didn't give me enough help. Who's he blaming in that scenario? He's blaming Daryl Morey. And, like, I don't know. Do you re- – like, if I, I'm asking you right now, Joe. I know they look good right now. You think they're beating Milwaukee or Boston? No. Nope. Nope. Uh, Seven-game series? Hell no. Nah. Nope. That's what I'm saying. So it's just like, what did he really do? <laughs> like, I don't know. But yeah, I think you're right, though. I think I think you're dead on and on, on why – like they finally feel like they've got that stability, but it's just like, uh, okay, do you really? Okay, St- stability does not mean success. It just means you're right here, and and they're right here is the conference semifinals. So, more power to them, though. Let's talk about your Lakers, though, Joe. Talking about stability. It's, it's, been, it's been a minute since it actually happened, but we got to talk about it. The first hanging banners, baby tournament. Goes to the Lakers. Hanging banners already. One more to go. Talk to me, Joe. How you feel after they hey. won the inaugural in-season tournament? You know, a lot of things in basketball, a lot of records can be broken. But one thing can never be broken. And that's being the first at something. And LeBron has been the first at a lot of goddamn things. Call that man the GOAT. He is what he is, and he put the team on his back to prove a point and let everybody know. Now, you the masked man on the bench. LeBron said come to the locker room at 5 a.m. You going to tell that man no? He just gave you $500,000. You going to tell that man no? 
he damn near 40 and just won you $500,000. You better, he say, you better practice making that shot from the three when I pass you the ball with one second left. Your ass better make it. You better make it. That man just 30 years old just spent half a tank of gas of his of his fucking season to win you $500,000. Anthony Davis, are you paying attention? That's what I took. That's my biggest thing from the NCAA tournament. It was great. I think I love it. Ratings were up by 36% or 26%. I may be fucking up the number by 10%. But a lot. Numbers, it was up a lot. It was up a lot. Exactly. Up a lot. And it, so Adam Silver deserved his respect too. Now, they're going to be mad when Christmas Day come and they got to go against the NFL. So they're looking at this in-season tournament right now because it's going to dip on Christmas Day and they're going to be pissed. But anyway, LeBron James did his thing. Lakers, hey, that's what we do. We the first of the first, and we always keep being like that. Hey, we're going to win a banner and a chip in the same year. Anthony Davis, what he have, 40 and 20, baby? We about to do that every night, God damn it. Sorry, I got a little aggressive right there, but it was nice. I just, you know, I'm cool with the last part. All this goat shit. And you know me. I I just quoted LeBron on that. I I just quoted LeBron. LeBron is the goat. But I'm damn sure not about to use some in-season tournament. Records can be broken, but nobody else could ever be the first. He was the first in-season tournament MVP. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out LeBron. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I mean, I, I'm with you, Joey. Like, kind of in the overall picture, I thought the in-season tournament was dope. The players took that shit seriously. Thanks. And, like, that made for some exciting-ass regular season basketball. And we got to see like, Tyrese I remember we were, on you a national were, stage. Like, you and I were texting in our group chat with Devion. I, I think it was, like, the second-to-last game, and the Heat were playing the Bucks. And you were like, God damn, they look like they, they're treating this shit like a playoff game. And they, they were mm-hmm. like, like, like Jimmy was going full playoff. Jimmy Giannis was not backing down. Middleton decided to be a player for like five minutes. So I was like, God damn. Like, OK, nice. yeah, sign me up for this. This is, this is what basketball is in in late November and early December. Sign me up every single time. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, you know, congrats to the Lakers. They won the first one. Uh, but let me let me throw this back at you, Joe. How do you feel about them hanging a banner? I don't have a problem with it. I really don't. Like, because it's not like they're going to put a banner up every time they win one. It's like when they win they division. They better. They're just going to put, no, it's going to be one banner. And it's just going to be each year they won. Just like when they win the division, bro, they just put up one banner and they just add the year. I'm okay no, no, with Char- that. Charles Barkley was, was like, they better not raise no banner for this shit or whatever. No, nah, that's real. No, Adam Silver said, y'all better take this serious and raise a banner. That's what happened. Right. And they said, yes, sir. No, I'm with you. Though. I don't I don't know why you wouldn't raise a banner. Personally. Like, did the Pacers show know. up and not try to win? Everybody like, all the NBA win. teams, like, not show up? Are, are we trying to do the bubble thing again? We're like, oh, well, no one really wanted to win. Like, is that what we're really trying to do right here? Yes, does anyone think it means a fucking NBA final? No, obviously no. not. It does not mean the same thing as that. That's they why those get, like you said, they get their own fucking banner for every year you get. You get a single banner for the single year. This, yeah, this is a year, 2023, 2020, whatever. Like, you know, next time they win, like, I got no issue with it. If you're trying to start a tradition, like if you're yeah, trying to build this thing into the NBA, 
you need the players to be bought in. Okay, that was step one. Check. They were all bought in. The team's got to be bought in. They got to treat it like it was something meaningful. Step two. And then do it again next year. A million dollars next year. Make it 750. You got to keep up in the money. Hey, but Joe, real shit. Because they took it seriously, I think they will be able to because you know what? People want want to be selling. Sponsors, partners are going to want to put their name on that shit now because there's, oh, ratings are up how much in November? And we don't got to pay NFL prices? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And TNT and ESPN freaking did a cross coverage thing. Like, yeah, it was, I know TV people were eating that up. Yeah. So, like, that, that, that for sure, the money's going to keep doing this. For sure, going to keep doing that. And I hope it does because, like, shout, give the players more of a reason to, to care about the early part of the season. Like, we all, as basketball fans, want to see that. This has been the most entertaining start to an NBA season ever. Let's talk about some sad news, though, Joe. Our boy, St. Louis's own Bradley Beal, finally came back into like their second game as like a big three. Comes down on someone's foot, bad ankle sprain. Which, from if you were watching the game, this was the best outcome because that looked like it could have been worse. Worse. So. They're saying he's going to get reevaluated at the beginning of January. So, Joe, what's your what's your kind of take on on this whole situation? You know, Beal's played in what five games? It's rough, rough. Uh, to me, man, it's like first of all, his back hurt. Right, so his back is hurt. So his lower body is compromised because he's trying to compensate for his back, and that's how he ended up hurting his ankle. So I think he's just not healthy. They need know. to get him healthy. That. I mean, you, you come down on someone's It's always something. I get that too, but I'm just saying, when you when you hurt in one area, you always gonna try to compromise it. It's always gonna get compromised. Some other part of your body gonna get compromised. And I just think it's just a bad situation for him, man. They need to sit him out, let him get healthy. It's not like they don't have depth in the guard position where they can have like, like they can survive with KD and book. It was different when Book and Bill was out, and you just had KD yeah. or KD and Bill was out. Now people getting healthy, you can you can afford. Well, up oh, shit. The you West can afford actually, a couple weeks. Maybe you know, I don't know. The West games. looking kind of stacked, so yeah, maybe. But with the, the West depth, looks good, but at the end of the day, like you they got to be worried about when the playoffs start. Exactly. Exactly. So it, there, it just they are one right of the now, teams, but you got to let them get there's healthy. There's maybe five teams, Joe, that I would say. It don't matter it, how they finish. It don't I just, I just hate right now, though. Sorry. You, you right. I just hate right now that because I keep hearing it that this narrative of Bradley Beal being injury prone. We gotta stop that narrative. He's been injury prone. No, he's only been injured the last three years when he had to carry the load when he had absolutely nobody on his team and he had to play forty minutes every night and drop thirty just to try to win a game every single night. And now he's finally getting worn down from those three years where he was the main dog at Washington and people acting like he was injury prone. No, he's not injury prone right now. He's just been injured the last two years. Relax. Once he gets right. healthy. Well, and also, like, like we, we have to be real about the last couple of years in Washington as well. Man. The moment he got hurt, they're like, yeah, shut that shit down, Brad. Let's get a better draft pick. Exactly. He could have came back. If that team was competing for something, he could have came back. Exactly. could have came back. This year has been unfortunate, right? You got the back thing. Nothing you can really do about that. Now, that is in terms of injury prone. 
that is something to be worried about for the future moving forward because that's something that is hard for it to go away. Michael Porter uh, Jr. got to deal with it. And he wanted yeah, but Joe, it's easier to deal with it when you're 23, not 30. That I agree with you. you know? but Michael you know, Porter Jr. got to wear I'm just, Michael Porter Jr. got to wear a sleeve on his leg just so he can walk straight. As you move forward with breath. But you have to you have to take that into account as you move forward with Brad. That's all I'm saying. True. I'm with you. I don't think I don't think the injury prone thing is fair. And what's funny is going into this season over the last I can't remember what it was three or four years, you know who had missed more games? Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. his teammate, right? And like and no one no one ever says KD's injury prone, right? He's got the he had the Achilles like that's a that's a red flag. So. You know, it is what it is. Like, the Suns are being smart. We're in fucking December. We haven't even hit Christmas yet. Why would you push him? Why Why play through what, like, it makes no sense. So, None. it's like I said a, a few weeks ago, you know, with level of concern. My concern is heightened because this is exactly the type of shit I'm talking about. Like, it, it's hard to get fully healthy, right? Like, so, I'm concerned in... in on that front, but if they get him back, bro, I was watching that team. The only thing they got to figure out is how to play a little better defense. Yep. That's it. Because that team offensively, lethal. Mm-hmm. Like, stupidly. The, the, the spacing on the floor. I was watching the, the first game he came back. I, I'm watching that game. I've never seen never seen Brad so disregarded. Before it's it's they had no choice because they had to deal with Kevin Durant and Booker, and he's like, just sitting there wide ass open, open to the top of the key. He's like, he's like, I'm this open, okay. Bottom, and you know, it's, like, and you know, it's gonna be crazy. And when people try to close out on his three, and he just put that dribble down, take one step in, and just put that mid range in, it's gonna be mm-hmm. deadly, bro. It's just let that boy get healthy. They're gonna be crazy, or he gonna, or you gonna step up on him because you're scared, and he's just gonna cross you over. Dribble, take that mid range. Like people just think Brad a, a spot up three point shooter. Nah, it's gonna be crazy when he's up. healthy. Exactly. Yeah, I'm still real high on them. I, I am a little concerned defensively. Um, I like a lot of what Nurkic brings offensively. I Better really hate him on defense. Aiden. No defense. Yes. Yeah, I, I really hate him on defense though, and I'm worried they don't. Ha- I, I feel like that's one thing they need to target before the deadline is a big. They can plug and play in defensive lineups. <clears throat> Dwight Howard, be nice. Dwight's in some shit right now, Joe. I know he is. I'm just saying. Dwight, like, Dwight got to avoid jail time right now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, but you know, like an Ian Mahimi, like someone like that, like one of those Bismack Biombo, those types of bigs. Ooh, like, that would not be bad. There's someone like that that can rim run and rim protect. That's it. You don't need to do nothing else. Nurkic does bring something offensively, um, but. Yeah. I get it. I get it. All right, Joe. I'm gonna leave this last part up to you. You wanna Uh-oh. do a top five this week? Nah, we gotta wait for Dev. Let's wait for Dev. Yeah, nah. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do a top five after Christmas Day, because you know that's when basketball really starts. That's when, that's when we should starts. Do, that's when we should do our real because then we can have reactions from that Christmas Day games and stuff when you because those Christmas Day games may feel like playoff games, and then we're gonna be like, all right, this is how I really feel. This how the Lakers gonna look because they actually they play like that's the rest of the season. You know, like, looking at us. All right. right. <laughs> yeah, we have this show. We choose love. We choose violence. Joe, what you got? Man, 
No, I wanted to get love to Clay Thompson, but we did that earlier in the show. So I'm gonna choose violence. And I know this is an NBA show. We got the NBA on the logo. Boy, boy. Talk to me. Them Dallas motherfucking Cowboys. <laughs> I got that ass whooped. Hey, Joe, I, I just need y'all to do that again next week. They gonna lose. They just just got hit in the mouth. They talked all that shit against the Eagles. Talking about talking about what Demarcus Lawrence say. You hit him in the mouth until they don't want to get hit no more. And then you keep hit him again. And then you hit him again, <laughs> motherfucker, bro. They ran for two. How you in twenty twenty three? How you lose an NFL football game where the opposing quarterback only throw fifteen passes, bro? Josh Allen was seven of fifteen. And 94 like yards. 21. 94 yards and a touchdown. That's crazy. In 2023. Hey, I ain't got no. I ain't got no. All hope. I got all I got all I gotta say to you, Joe, is next week. I ain't got no hope. Next week, the running back got 20 touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, hey, that's what I'm saying. It's a saying. Oh, you know what's worse? You know what's worse? My Steelers ain't shit either. You know what's worse? You know what's worse? My Rams is my only chance I got. That's crazy. Because I don't That's trust three, the Cowboys. You, got squads, you, don't, got Cowboys, no, you don't got no well, better prayer. Well, at this rate, the Cowboys could end up playing the Buccaneers in the first round of the playoffs like they did last year and get an easy win. Oh, shit. Hey. But I'm mad. Hey, nah, nah. Don't, don't, let, don't, Cowboys, don't get lit up by Baker Mayfield, though. Because you ain't never hearing the end of that. I'm so hurt. I'm so hurt with these damn Cowboys, bro. Don't make no damn sense. And it's the worst part is it wasn't that fault. That's the worst uh, part. It was he, the defense. He definitely ain't help. He ain't help. But ain't nobody do anything worth a damn. All I know is this is all I'm about to be pissed about. Now, if y'all show up like gangbusters next week after y'all laid down for the Bills, I'm going to be Where's, pissed. Nah, bro. Because I need I, – if you're going to give the Bills a free win, I need my free win. If the Bills did that, Miami gonna be able to run the ball against us too. That's all. I hope so. The recipe in the book, bro. All you gotta do is hit Michael Parsons in the mouth, and he run like a little bitch. He finesse. Oh shit! shit. I said he finesse. All right. Well, I'm gonna show. I'm actually also choosing hate. I'm showing it up to all the motherfucking national media. Now I get it. My Dolphins on Monday Night Football against the Titans. It wasn't good. It was a bad. It was a bad. No, it was sell, awful. Choke job by the defense. You know, up fourteen in three minutes with three minutes left, and y'all give up fifteen points. It was awful. unacceptable. But then all these narratives and takes I heard. Oh, two is just a product of Tyreek. Tyreek makes the whole thing. Two is all of a sudden. All of a sudden, we got to do all reinvent this two a bullshit. That two is all of a sudden not this shit. All right. So what two would do? Tua just came out against the second best pass defense in the entire NFL without Tyreek the entire goddamn game, completed 88% of his passes, and dropped a nice little bomb into Tyreek for all those people that still hold on to the, oh, Tua can't throw the deep ball bullshit, and just shut them up. Just shut them all up. I don't say. You think that's going to happen, though? Oh, no, they're going to still talk. They're still going to talk. But the, the, the icing on the cake was, Joe, it was really, it was, it was really like two – Two dollops of icing. First one was Jets eliminated. Aaron Rodgers, see you next season. Second one was when was it Robert Salah came out and said, yeah, you know, we might not win every game, but we embarrass every single quarterback. <laughs> I couldn't tell. 
I sure couldn't tell. 119 passer rating, clean game, no interception, no turnovers, just 30 to nothing. Nothing. Defense balled out. No just Xavier good. Howard out there. Yeah. Come on now. They're, they're feeling so good after they've dropped 30 on the Texans in the second half because they knocked C.J. Stroud out the fucking game. I'll tell you this right now, Joe. C.J. Stroud finishes that game. Just don't win that one either. I agree. Poverty franchise. Fuck the Jets. They are. They are. They are poverty franchise. I agree. Fuck them. Fuck the Jets. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. Fuck Robert Sala. Oh. And fuck, and fuck Woody Johnson. And everybody, um, I'm, you probably not going to agree with this. Stop hating on Jalen Ramsey, bro. I'm telling you I, right I don't now, know why. People, people keep trying to say this man's washed. Like, I, I don't know. I can't He tell. good. I'm t- hey, everybody said the same thing about Von Miller when he was with the Rams and what he – or no, where when the Rams – Before was he, he was with the Rams. When he was with Denver. Jim, his, he last, made, his last, like, you know, few games. Then he got traded to the Rams. Oh, shit. Yes. All of a sudden, he made, Von Miller again. He made one play in the Super Bowl. That's all you need. I'd say Jalen Ramsey is going to do the same thing. One play. That's Bro, all Jalen Ramsey's got like when targeted, he gonna have one big play. Like, he's getting up like a twenty nine point nine passer rating when he's targeted. He's fucking elite still. Yeah, he's had like two three bad plays. But I'm gonna tell you. Ask, ask Garrett Wilson about Jalen Ramsey. Thank you. What t- what type I mean, of game he have? Thank people think he watched. I'm telling you, I've been I'm trying to tell people about Jalen. Bro, because last year with the he Rams, he's gonna win y'all he a game. He's gonna win y'all a game. He already has. Thank you. That interception, he showed did. His first week back, he showed did. Yeah, he picked yeah, up Mac Jones his first week back, and then a couple weeks later against um, it might have been against the Jets the first time. Well, don't ah, I feel like that's oh. wrong. He he had two interceptions in the game, one diving across the middle, and then one on a hail mary attempt at the end. Just took that shit. Get the fuck out of my house. You know, Jalen Ramsey still got it. He still got it. He was just hurt last year with the Rams. That's all. Hey, yeah, I'm trying to tell people. Then he got hurt in the beginning. Yeah. I think that's gonna be clutch for y'all. And y'all gonna be healthy because all of y'all you had what HM was hurt, he back, he finally running. We got we're, we're down to like one one offensive lineman. That's <laughs> the prop. I'm a little worried problem. about that. That's, that's the what problem, I'm worried dude. about. That's the problem. That's what I'm worried about. But with all the Tyreek, with all the with all the cute skeeps and I do though, that kind of helps. The what? And that's what that's what scares me. This cute schemes. What you mean? Y'all do oh, a lot scheme. of motion. Oh yeah. Uh, that's yeah, what's cowboys. Going cowboys don't cowboys. deal with that very well. Nope. So. Be an interesting game. Better win. Yep. And Mike Medan's my favorite quarterback. I mean, my favorite head coach. <laughs> Shout out. Yes, sir. Shout out. All right, y'all. We're three to possible. Yes, sir. We are out.